Hi, I'm Pallavi and I'm Anshuman. Welcome to Navigating Life by Husband and Wife. Hi Anshuman. Hi Pallavi. What are we talking about today? Uh let's talk about some career learnings. Okay, how many do we want to talk about? A random number. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. So, do you want to make a start? Okay, sure. Yeah. I guess it's in no particular order. Um so I guess one important career learning that I had was how to report upwards. What does that mean? Great question. So reporting upwards is how do you keep your uh boss? Mm-hmm. How do you keep your management? Uh how do you keep your superiors informed of work that you're doing? Yeah. and it could be work that they have directly given you to do or it could be work that you're doing just because it's part of your job but how do you keep them informed of progress without bombarding them with uh, information that they tend to ignore mm. so i think there's a fine balance there uh, you could you know go to one extreme where you start ccing them on all emails so that they know you're oh, doing okay. an amazing job of writing 10000 emails in a day or you could go to the other extreme of radio silence and uh, even though they might have given a piece of work uh you just keep radio silence and then tell them at the end once it's done that hey this thing is done and by the way it's 10 days late yeah so i think it's a very fine balance to find uh, how do you give them enough information and also keep them informed of the progress whether it's on schedule delayed or ahead of schedule uh, so that was a big learning because uh, you know as as uh, someone who has people reporting uh, to him i really appreciate knowing that if i've given someone a task and then they're letting me know the right amount of information of how it's progressing uh, you know i can sleep better at night yeah to add to that i think the way you report upwards to your boss also changes uh, based on the boss's personality and you know how do they want to receive this information So as an example we had a boss who would not want to open attachments in in their emails because they were always checking he was always checking his email on his phone and who has the time to open attachments when you have a very busy schedule so for him anything that needed to be told needed to be put in the body of the email and that makes it difficult when you want to maybe share a graph or you want to share a brochure or whatever whatever you need to attach but you have to understand that if somebody absorbs information in a particular manner that's how you have to give that information so you have to be a little bit of a chameleon yeah exactly aspect. exactly exactly so you know one of the very first conversations i like to have uh, with the new boss is what are the expectations and part of the expectations is not only the job expectations but also communication expectations so some like to communicate on whatsapp and keep it real time some like to communicate on email so you know just understanding what are the preferences there and finding the right balance just because you know uh, someone is used to something it may not necessarily be the right thing so you can always find the right balance by having a conversation yeah bringing us to the next point actually the communication and i we did a we did a full episode on communication and uh, yeah we talked about business communication we talked about personal communication so do go and check that out from season 1 but um, I think yeah transparent communication is also something that is important and you briefly touched on it when you said that uh, the other extreme could be that you don't tell your boss at all what is happening and then finally when you submit something and you say oh by the way it's 10 days late and your boss has no history of why that happened so i firmly believe that give bad news early 
and always be very clear about what the bad news is and um, but when you're talking about bad news you always should have a plan don't just go to your boss uh, or anyone for that matter don't just go to them with the bad news and say oh this cannot be done you need to know how to get out of that situation so and if you sorry if you don't know how to get out of it it's okay to ask but don't just go and give the problem you know you can you can of course give the problem and if you don't know you can say hey i'm stuck please help me i don't know i haven't done this before or i don't know how to proceed it's okay but you have to use words to communicate that clearly exactly so transparent communication is very important especially in a bad situation in a good situation always make sure that you are highlighting the things that tell the person reading it that it is a good it's a good thing that has happened so whether you have some metrics to support it or you're just saying oh great you know the team got this done on time so exciting something like that you know so that people know that there's progress that is being made and the progress is communicated to the right people yeah yeah great uh, so you know that also sort of leads into another area which is related to communication is how do you uh, disagree Uh, in a workplace so not everything that happens in a workplace is about agreement and of course also organizations um do recruit people with different uh, cultures um, with different working styles with different thoughts and ideas because that's what helps organizations innovate so uh, you know organizations do want differences of opinions um but the point is how do you disagree how do you present a difference of opinion is quite important um you know just picture a meeting where there's three people meeting and three of them have different points of view you don't want them to be belittling each other's ideas because then there's just chaos and there's no outcome out of that so no one's going to win anything out of that like neither are you going to win by presenting your point of view because they are not going to listen because you just belittle their idea and the organization is going to get nothing out of that discussion anyway so it's a big lose 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 situation there right uh, so the uh, the flip side of that is how do you disagree with an idea that you may not like or may not agree with is primarily you know of course respecting someone's point of view first uh, and then presenting your point of view with reasons for why you feel your point of view is the right one uh, and how it can possibly overcome deficiencies in the other points of view uh and at the end hey you may not reach completely your point of view it might be somewhere in between yours and their point of view but that's a win win for everyone you know that's a win for the organization because it gets the right outcome uh it's also a win for you because you learn something from the other person's opinion and it's a win for them also because they learn from your opinion so uh that's something that you know i feel quite strongly about as you realize from this true minute rant that i just went over yeah i i think in general when you're trying to disagree with someone the tone of voice and how you how receptive you are to the other person's point of view is very important like if if the other person is giving you or is suggesting something that you totally disagree with and you interrupt that person and say oh no but this doesn't work this doesn't work no it doesn't suit us and you know the other person has also become like a closed shell they're not interested in your point of view so as you said that when you disagree with someone especially at work you need to be more accepting you need to you need to be more subtle about it you need to be more professional about it so that you reach a consensus which is somewhere in the middle and still benefits the company yeah and body language is also so important right you don't want to sit back cross your arms and be all aloof and then just suddenly jump in and say oh that's a stupid idea 
uh, you know, so body language plays an important part. Be interested and listen to what the other person is also talking about. You might learn something new and they might be able to convince you that their idea is, you know, the right way to do it. So uh, go in with an open mind as well. Yeah. Okay. Talking about next point, which is working with different cultures. And both of us have had experience of working with different cultures uh, in India and of course with different cultures across the world. So my experience in working with different cultures is that you have to approach that uh, with a little bit of empathy. You need to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. You need to, you need to communicate very often. And as a, as a quick example, one of the simplest things that you can do to make the other person feel better and you know your commu- uh, and improve the way you communicate is to ask them how they pronounce their name. And I've seen this so often that you know uh, when somebody somebody I've worked with and they don't know how to pronounce somebody's name especially uh, with you know people from china whose names are very difficult to understand um, and you know they what they do is actually just avoid saying the person's name altogether or when they're saying the name they'll be like mm-hmm. so you, you don't understand what's going on and i think that can totally be solved by just saying hey how do i say your name then at least that person feels special and they feel that you know you want to have a business relationship with them you respect them enough to get their name right so i i think that's that would be my one tip for working with different cultures great great so i think for me working with different cultures um the tip that i will leave everyone with is um uh, you know being very careful of the words that you're using whether it's written in an email or it's uh, you know verbally spoken uh using your words very carefully because uh different words uh could mean different things in different cultures uh you know so Uh, you know how do you thank someone uh, in india or how do you sign off an email um, when working in india versus how do you sign off an email while working you know in a different culture it could be quite different um, and also avoiding generalizing generalizing uh, about cultures uh, based on stereotypes that's a big no no and something to be very careful about um, because i really don't know where those things come from but you know if you fall into that trap then it could be very high risk and it could really destroy relationships as well in the workplace all right so that was what we have learned over the course of some years yeah so i think cumulatively 40 years of work experience 40 years of work oh experience oh my god yeah maybe we need to do another episode on this as as and when we identify more things that we have learned um but are probably not thinking about right now sure yeah All right, see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Hope you like this episode. And if you want to hear more such conversations, do subscribe to our podcast so that you are notified of new episodes. See you next time.